Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, March 3rd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. One of the most powerful politicians in Illinois history has been indicted on federal corruption charges. Some in Springfield say former House Speaker Michael Madigan held a huge amount of power that Democrats enabled. This is not just an indictment against Michael Madigan, but it's an indictment against the Democrat Party of Illinois that he ran for decades. Madigan is a Chicago Democrat who retired last year after five decades in office. The counts against Illinois' former House Speaker were announced yesterday by U.S. Attorney John Lausch, and that's where reporter Mariah Wolfel picks up the story. Lausch announced a 22-count indictment that accuses Madigan of leading, for nearly a decade, a criminal enterprise. Whose purpose was to enhance Madigan's political power and financial well-being while also generating income for his political allies and associates. The charges stem from an alleged bribery scheme with ComEd executives who in 2020 admitted to hiring Madigan's cronies in exchange for influence over legislation. Unfortunately, this type of criminal conduct drastically undermines the public's confidence in our government. In a statement, Madigan said the government is, quote, attempting to criminalize a routine constituent service of job recommendations. Mariah Wolfel reporting from Chicago. The decline in coronavirus cases in the St. Louis area is allowing local hospitals to relax visitor policies. Hospital Sisters Health System, which operates three facilities in Illinois, has announced that starting yesterday, adult patients will be allowed two visitors up from one. Hospitals in St. Louis have also started allowing more visitors. SSM, which includes St. Mary's and Cardinal Glennon Hospitals, went from one visitor to two for adult patients in late February, Pediatric patients had always been allowed more visitors. St. Luke's is not restricting the number of visitors, but only two are allowed in a patient room at a time. All visitors at all hospitals must wear masks. Hospitals in Missouri and nursing homes in the state would have to allow visitors under a bill proposed in response to limits enacted during the pandemic. The measure would require hospitals and other inpatient facilities to allow a patient's spouse, parent, or guardian plus another person to visit at any time. Hospitals and nursing homes could deny a visitor for health or safety reasons. That includes showing signs of coronavirus or another contagious illness. The bill also would ensure that patients who refuse to get vaccinated could still get organ transplants. Transgender workers and contractors for St. Louis County are now protected under an expansive anti-discrimination law signed by County Executive Sam Page. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Gender expression is now a part of St. Louis County non-discrimination protections. Councilwoman Lisa Clancy worked on the measure for 18 months with two human rights advocacy groups, including PROMO and the Human Rights Campaign. Shira Berkowitz is the Senior Director of Public Policy and Advocacy for PROMO, a statewide gender equality group. They say the bill makes the county a more enjoyable place to raise children and to work. We are incredibly appreciative that the county is taking affirmative steps to make sure that trans gender and gender expansive kids know that this is a place where they can thrive and are supported and loved. Berkowitz says the measure is a start to making LGBTQ families feel included in the community. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. 
U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth says President Biden and Congress are united in supporting Ukraine as it fights back against Russia's invasion. The Illinois Democrat says she wants the Defense Department to speed up the sale of military tanks to Poland, which would help Ukraine prevent a takeover of its capital, Kyiv. Duckworth says she is not sure Russia was prepared for the resistance it's now facing. They may end up occupying Kyiv, um, but I don't know that they'll be able to maintain that occupation. And if they put in a, a puppet regime, I don't know that that puppet regime will be accepted by the Ukrainian people. I think it will be overthrown. Duckworth says the U.S. must be prepared for Russia to cut off energy exports. She says President Biden's plan to release oil from its strategic reserves should help tamp down gas prices. Missouri University of Science and Technology is known for a focus on engineering. Nearly 95 percent of graduates major in a math or science discipline. But a new initiative is underway to try and make creativity as much of the culture on campus as numbers. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on the first project in that effort, which is part catwalk and part garbage dump. The backstage vibe minutes before a fashion show is chaotic. Last-second alterations, securing models into their outfits, and unexpected repairs to make the look runway-ready, it's all normal. But that's about all that's typical at this show at Missouri S&T. Yeah. Okay. Are Senior Alex Gabera is putting the finishing touches on an outfit, a blazer, shell, and skirt worthy of a job interview. But she says it's all made out of garbage. The whole shirt is made from name tags from this past career fair like two weeks ago. So a lot of the outfit is just made of career fair trash. This is the Trash and Show. Teams of Missouri S&T students are using garbage and recycled materials to make an outfit. The concept isn't new, but it is unusual to have such a competition at a school that doesn't have a major or even classes in fashion design. Samantha Buchanan is one of Gubera's teammates and a senior chemistry major. She says trying to make clothes out of trash is challenging, but fun, and it teaches a good lesson. I would say maybe like you have to uh, use what you're given because you're not always given what you all need. Yeah, that's true. You're not always given 100% of the pieces, so figure it out from there. Right. Bringing together people from different majors and having them take on a difficult task that requires a lot of creativity is the point of the Trash and Show. It was brought to S&T by Karen Head, the school's first arts and innovation director. Her charge is to combine the work of artists, scientists, and technologists at S&T to solve complex problems. You simply can't have innovation if you don't have creativity. Um, and I think that asking students to kind of mix up the way that they think about uh, the work that they do and to think more creatively um, was really sort of at the, the basis of this. The Trash and Show may be a fun side project, but the intent is to bake this idea into the curriculum to make sure the technological minds on campus also have vision. Mary Reedmeyer is a professor emeritus in materials engineering. She's also a model at the Trash and Show, wearing a jumper made of shipping bag materials covered with scrap glass formed into circles that jangle quite a bit. Reedmeyer says S&T students are artistic at heart, and that needs to be encouraged. Most students, if you look when they came out of high school, they were creative. They took 
art classes, band classes. They come here, of course, you know, very big focus here on the science and engineering. But there's still that creative side that's waiting to be let back out again. The models head out to the runway, or in this case, the grand staircase in the Havener Center atrium, to be judged. And in first place, representing many weeks of work, an exciting design concept, and a flawless execution. The models each show off their looks, and the winner of the $500 first prize went to a team that came up with a gender-neutral design without any green in it to reflect concerns about climate change. It's a rap-style toga with faux fur and a big belt. Sophomore English technical communication major Elaine Polsander is one of the designers of the winning outfit, and she says it was a great event that gave her an opportunity to create something that never would have happened in a classroom. And, you know, we got to make something that matters to us. You know, we care about the climate crisis, we care about gender equality. Like, these are all things that matter to us. So we wanted to make something that had something to do with that and share that with the school. Damian Calhoun modeled the winning look and says the team hopes to compete again next year. It was just fun to work with everybody. You know, I don't really interact with people outside of my major, so... It just brought a different aspect of collaborativity that you normally wouldn't see. The winning designs from this year's Trash and Show will be on display at the S&T Library. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.